Hi, my name is Michael. I just had a profiling session with CNote and I really loved it. Uh, I actually have been struggling for a long time, hesitating between INTP and INFP. So getting an expert point of view from outside was critical for me. Uh, I really felt in good hands. Uh, I was able to get rid of any doubts I had. I was able to ask any questions and that was really a game changer for me. Uh, overall, I'm really happy with how the session was set up and very happy with the results as well. So I highly recommend working with him um, and I want you to thank him again. It was totally worth it. Sign up for your own one-on-one -on -one personality profiling session at dopamine.life slash profiling session today. Hello there, Sino here, and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is all about personal empowerment and helping you, you, yes you, unlock your potential. Today on the show, I want to talk to INTPs about, well, why do INTPs think that everyone is stupid? This is an interesting question. Uh, for me as an INTP, I have definitely had a personal history of thinking that a lot of people are very stupid. And that's not to say that people aren't stupid. This is not a case for me to say that everyone's not an idiot, because there are definitely some dummies out there, and it's totally okay. But often, what we are doing as INTPs is measuring intelligence by our unique skill set of intelligence. Now, INTPs are introverted thinking process, which you can check out in various videos I've talked about if you're not familiar with what introverted thinking is. Introverted thinking is this like internal organization process where a lot of people can need to write things down or they need to do the math on paper, basically. We could do a lot of that stuff in our heads. And it's a unique talent. It's absolutely a measure of intelligence that you know we can do that stuff quickly in our minds. But there are obviously other things in which we lack certain kinds of intelligences. Um, you know, some of us are not so great at interpersonal connections. And some of us have some challenges with discipline. And that doesn't mean we're idiots. That just means those are things that we need to develop and grow as a person. And as an INTP, because we're consistently scrutinizing ourselves for the decisions we're making, for how we figure things out, we can't help but do that about other people. And if we do that about other people, what we're basically doing is judging ourselves. So by calling other people consistently stupid, we're doing that because that's what we see in ourselves. We're seeing the parts of ourselves that are less than intelligent. And when someone else doesn't have something that we have, we call them stupid because it makes us feel good, <laughs> you know, to not feel stupid. And to really embrace that what we're often trying to do as human beings is to eventually understand how we are like other people. If, if we understand that, then we can become a fuller version of ourselves. What I mean is that if we look at someone that we're calling stupid and think about why we're judging that, we can take what's called a three-two-one approach, and it's thinking about things as uh, thinking about the communication with that person from a third-person, second-person, first-person perspective. Meaning, 
that if I, I see someone doing something stupid and that I deem to be stupid, because first of all, it's what I deem to be stupid or what you deem to be stupid may not be generally stupid, though that exists. Um, uh, you take a third person approach and you said like, Derek is being a dummy. And then you take a second person approach and you said, and you tell him you are being a dummy because not all of us have the bravery to tell someone you are being a dummy. And I'm not saying to go to Derek and tell him he's a dummy. I'm saying you're doing this in your head. And you say, you are a dummy. And then you take a first person approach and you say, I am a dummy. And that's, that's like the three, two, one approach of, a, of starting to approach. I keep saying the word approach a lot. <laughs> You're taking this, this approach to, to basically identify the empathy in yourself of how what you're saying to someone else is a mirror back to yourself. So if I were to say something more specific, like Derek is being a dummy because he has to write it down on paper. You are being a dummy because you have to write it down on paper. I am being a dummy because I have to write it down on paper. Now you add reasons to those things. Derek is being a dummy because he has to write it down on paper because he can't do it in his head. You are being a dummy and have to write it down on paper because you can't do it in your head. I am being a dummy because I have to write it down on paper because I can't do it in my head. I am being a dummy because I have to write it down on paper because I can't do it in my head. Think of all of the ways as an INTP in which there are things that you can't do in your head. For me, that's often, so an example for me is, is writing down people related information. Because we have extroverted feeling as our inferior function, we hold we can we can hold or feel emotional information in the moment, but when it comes to remembering information about you know what people have been up to, what their personal likes and dislikes are, what their preferences are, it's not something we're caring about as INTPs, and we can often have challenges related to our extroverted feeling, interper interpersonal connections. So when I look at someone and I kind of forget their name, that's embarrassing because I can't do it in my head, right? So as we're judging someone for being stupid, for not being able to do something in their head or do something a specific way that we expect them to be able to do it, we are also judging ourselves we do that because we are also judging ourselves for not being able to do certain things in our head that we would like to be able to do in our head. And the remedy for that is having empathy for that person's experience. If that person can't do it in their head, then they usually have other skills, other talents, other ways in which they can do it. And it's really allowing for writing it down to be a valid measure of intelligence. It's okay to work it out out loud. Plenty of people work it out out loud. Some people are really great at spreadsheets and all of those external tools, TE or FE related tools that blows my mind. And the more that you look at those and you honor those and have respect for those, the lesser you call people stupid. And it's not those specific tools. It's, it's all sorts of varying options in life 
opportunities that people that you see within people that they are let me let me reiterate that reiterate that um it could be the way someone's explaining something like me right now i can get frustrated that someone's not explaining something well or succinctly but i am a chatter mouse <laughs> is that even a term um and sometimes when i don't know what i need to say it can sound very frustrating I know a lot of INTPs have also expressed this frustration that we can we can work out this perfect script in our head, but once we start talking out loud, it's like this is an emotional jumbled mess. Like I can't say all the words that I thought I was going to say in the right order, right? And so we judge other people for being able to do what they do and call it stupid related to our tool set, but we're also judging ourselves for not being able to use our tool set for things that we need to do in a different way. So the core of this is like the reason that we INTPs call people stupid is because culturally INTPs introverted thinking, being able to do stuff in your head is miraculous to so many people because they can't do that. And they're actually trying to give you a compliment by saying that that kind of intelligence is hyper smart. But there's also downsides to that. We have challenges in the other direction of connecting with people, of properly expressing all of the nuance of the thoughts that we're trying to share. I get frustrated because practically every single video, there's, I wish I could just literally take what I'm thinking and give it to you instead of having to say it because saying it is what I've got. And it's a frustrating process. But if I were judging myself so harshly about it, I wouldn't make any videos. And it really comes down to self-judgment. So that if we're managing our own self-judgment and not calling ourselves stupid for all of the things that we're trying to figure out that we can't, then we probably are going to have more empathy and more of an ability to see that other people are not as stupid as we think they are. They're just doing things in a different way and they have different value systems or they have different things they care about. They're more focused on emotional needs. That doesn't mean that they're dumb. That just means their intelligence is pointed in a different direction. And to them, they might think that we're dumb for not being emotionally resonant, you know? So being able to not judge ourselves is the early beginning step of managing our expectations of ourselves so that we can better balance our relationship with other people and be able to have more patience for other people and not just call them stupid at the first sign of them doing something we're not used to someone doing or something that we don't favor as a mode of thinking. Does that all make sense? This is like jumbled. I feel like this in the last video, I was a little jumbled, but that's okay. Let me know if this made sense to you, if something's clicking with you, and if we can continue to expand this conversation, because I would love to refine this a little bit. If you have other examples that are coming up, something that's like really clicking with you. But the idea is if you take the three, two, one approach, third person, second person, first person, or the other way around, three, two, one, um, you can start to see how what you're saying to other people is in a lot of ways what you're saying to yourself. And if you're saying it to yourself, of course, it's easy to say to someone else. But it kind of works the other way too. If you can have empathy for yourself, then you can start having empathy for other people. And it's less emotionally taxing to be hating on people. 
You don't feel like you have to lie about your intelligence or lack thereof in certain areas. You can own it and own that you're working on something and improving it. And then you can actually start to employ tools that are not typical to your dominant strength. So if I need to start writing things down, like for me in my instances, I need to write down or keep an external log of the people that are in my courses because I don't remember them off the top of my head. I just don't remember people information like that. So if I write it down during interviews or profiling sessions, then I can reference those things. It doesn't make me any less stupid. If anything, it doesn't make me any less smart. Um, if anything, it makes me smarter for being able to use the tools that are available to other personality types for what they use well. And then when I need to use it in those certain situations, then I can call upon those skills and use them for myself. Does that all make sense? If, if you want me to reiterate it in the comments, leave a question. Let me know what you think. If you want to sign up for our email list below, go click that. We've got all sorts of premium programs and exclusive uh, emails. I typically write an email once a week before I post podcasts and all of that stuff. And uh, if you go to our website at dopamine.life, you can sign up for our, uh, like I said, you can sign up for our email list or we've got articles, podcast episodes, and all sorts of different things for you to poke around. And if, you've, um, if you're not sure of your personality type, if you're only here because you're kind of sure that you're an ITP, you can go ahead and click and sign up for a profiling session and we'll go through a very informative one-on-one, -on -one, usually kind of a coaching session too, to uh, suss out what your personality type is and you can know for sure because online tests can only take you so far. So there's links below. Go ahead, check that out. Like and subscribe if you like this video, if any of this made sense. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's it for now. I'm going to go eat something and take a break and um, I'll talk to you guys on the next video. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you. Take care of yourself and each other and I'll catch you next time on Dopamine. See ya. I'm Mo Rocca, and I'm excited to announce season four of my podcast, Mobituaries. I've got a whole new bunch of stories to share with you about the most fascinating people and things who are no longer with us. From famous figures who died on the very same day to the things I wish would die, like buffets, all that and much more. Listen to Mobituaries with Mo Rocca wherever you get your podcasts. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Inspired by the life of the savvy and ambitious Colombian businesswoman Griselda Blanco comes a new Netflix original limited series. Griselda tells the story of a devoted mother who, with her lethal blend of charm and relentless savagery, creates one of the most powerful cartels in history. Witness Sofia Vergara's captivating transformation into the godmother of the underworld. 
Griselda, now streaming only on Netflix. I'm Hayden, and I'm an ENTP. I went into that session thinking, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure out more about myself. Great, and this will be fun. But it wasn't just that. Like, I really got my top blown. Like, I <laughs> I look at myself completely differently now. I look at my relationships differently now. I'm in the process of figuring out how I work best as a creative person, as a business owner. I had to recontextualize a lot of my life, which was work, but it was the kind of work that gives you more clarity moving forward. And I, I thought I was doing it one way, and that was the way I was supposed to do it. And then I sat down for a freaking hour session, and, you know, my whole life is different after that. <laughs> I saw everything differently after leaving. There was, there was sort of life before this and life after, which I know sounds extreme, but it's not. That's, a, that's totally true for me. It's so satisfying to understand yourself. It's a huge relief. And like if our if our goal, if, if our life is about, you know, having a relationship with yourself so that you can experience the world in a true and natural way and like sort of live to your fullest potential, this is so essential to that. Like if you don't know yourself, if you don't know how you work best, and how you connect best, how can you hope to feel free in your own life? If I hadn't had a session, I would not have been able to start that work at all. And I can't imagine my life without it now. Um, I think it would have taken me a lot longer to come to peace with myself and really start to appreciate who I am, what I make, how I make relationships with others, how I tend to that relationship, how I tend to myself. And it's incredibly helpful to be guided through that by a person with so much knowledge about what these types mean, how you can interpret that, how you can apply to your daily life these principles, um, and just new ways of being. Um, so. I really appreciated it. I can't recommend it enough. I feel like it's all I've talked about with people since. I keep bringing it up. I don't even care if I'm annoying. <laughs> um, it's just been a, a really huge perspective shift for me. Sign up for your own one-on-one -on -one personality profiling session at dopamine.life slash profiling session today. This has been a C-Note Media Production.